Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Tani G. I'm your host, Tani G. We're in Pikachu's Treasury, Season 2, Chapter 1, Paragraph 12, Parag Aleph, Mishnah Yudbet, a great Mishnah about love and peace. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. Hillel the Shammai Kibble Mehem. Hillel and Shammai received the tradition from them. Hillel was a great personality, and so was Shammai. Hillel himself has an interesting story where they talk about how he really didn't have a lot of money, and he wanted to learn Torah so much that he would come to the study hall and give half of his wages just to get in. Sometimes he didn't have money, and he went up to the roof, and it was freezing, it was snowing, and they found him on the roof. They saw something near the skylight and they saw him and they saw that he was freezing and they brought him down because he just wanted to hear the, the Torah. He just wanted to be part of the Torah so badly. Even if he was poor, he still wanted to hear the Torah so badly. So nobody has an excuse not to learn Torah. If Hillel could do it with no money, so could we. And that's just the story at the bottom. But the Mishnah says here, Hillel, Omer Hillel says, Have you made Talmid of Shal Aharon? Be among the disciples of Aharon. Oh, have Shalom, the road of Shalom. Loving peace and pursuing peace. Oh, have a and the Torah. Loving people and bringing them closer to the Torah. So Hillel and Shammai received the tradition from Shammai and Aftali. And Hillel and Shammai served as Nasin Avezim during the year the reign of King Herod, approximately a hundred years before the destruction of the second temple. Before Hillel, the Bnei Becerra, the sons of Becerra, jointly held the position of Nasib, but they abdicated in his favor because of his superior knowledge, Sipsach in 66a. He was known for his humility, and he was very important in the Masora tradition. And before Shammai, the Abvezin was Menachem, another student of Shammai and Naphtalim. When Menachem assumed a government position, Shammai took his place. So be among the disciples of Aaron. Al-Sheikh notes that the mission doesn't instruct us to be Aaron, to be equal to Aaron. That would not be possible. But we are charged to be one of his students, following in his ways as best we can, to love peace and pursue peace. The law of truth was in his mouth, as Malachi says, and injustice was not found on his lips. He walked with God in peace and righteousness and turned away many from sin. When he saw two people at odds with each other, he would approach each one separately and ask them, Why are you fighting with your friend? He begged me to approach you and arrange a reconciliation. With this tactic, Aaron was able to bring peace between two people. Similarly, if a man and his wife were experiencing marital strife, Aaron would also even allow himself to be degraded in order to restore harmony. If a man in a moment of anger said, I forbid you from deriving any pleasure from me until you spit in the eye of the calling God, Aaron would approach the woman and say he was suffering from a sty- us from an eye ailment and ask her to spit in his eye as if the saliva had some value and therefore he would reinvigorate the couple, couple's relationships. So we should try to emulate Aaron, do whatever we can to restore peace between people. Loving people and bringing them closer to the Torah, Aaron brought people closer to Torah by showing them his love. If he learned of someone living sinfully, Aaron would befriend him. Overwhelmed by his display of affection, the sinner would feel ashamed and say to himself, if the saintly Aaron were to know of my true character, he would not even look at me. Certainly not speak with me. If Aaron thinks so highly of me, let me try to make his illusion a reality. And then he would mend his ways and thus retreat from sin, as Malachi 2.6 would say says, 
excuse me, Aaron's expressed his sincere love for all people, even sinners and brethren closer to the Torah. Ramban, Rav, and Rav Yonah says. And the story at the bottom says, Aaron realized the great psychological truth that man is uncomfortable living a lie. Through his love and kindness, he forced the sinner to view himself in a positive light to be torn by feelings of internal inconsistency and therefore worked to bring his actions in line with his aspirations. Rav Avram Danzig expressed this concept in Tefillah Zaka, which is recited by many just before Yom Kippur. We are amazed at ourselves how could this abomination have been committed? In approaching sinners, Aaron followed in the ways of the Creator. Repentance in this world is achievable because God imbued man with force for good that is impervious to the seemingly overwhelming forces of evil. God is supremely confident that man's essence is good and true, and this essence can ultimately triumph. He therefore continually bestows kindness on us and delays the expression of his anger, waiting for us to repent and thus validate his confidence in us. So what we can learn from Aaron is to do what we can to bring peace upon people, we should try to be involved in bringing people to harmonious relationships and calm relationships and peaceful relationships. If we bring peace and love to the world, we can make the world a more harmonious place, a more loving place, a more wonderful place to live in. And just by following the example of Aaron, we could try to do so in our own small way, in whatever way we could possibly do. Join us next time as we do paragraphs 13 in, in chapter 1, Parak Aleph Mishiat Gimel on Perke Elvis Treasury, season 2 of the PAL with Tani G. And I'm your host, Tani G.